Hello everyone, my name is Dylan Yates and co-host James Noble is here with me as always. Whether rain or shine, snow or sleet, freezing temperatures or crazy heat, you can bet on one thing. Your Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers are going to play on Saturday and your very own Kentucky Wesleyan football podcast will be recorded. This is PFP. After a long business trip to Liberty, Missouri, we stayed in prep for the game Saturday. That morning, some William Jewell fans with came by and turned on our charter bus's lights because our bus was dead. <laughs> about 30 minutes, uh, we sat in the heat and uh, waited for them to turn that back on. But nothing could stop what was to come, and that was an absolute war. After a 10-20 first half where we led, William and Jewell came out with a punch in the second half, finding holes on our defense and being able to put up some points. No need to fear, though, because with just seconds left on the clock, Christian Aaron Beatty finds Seawheel for the game-winning touchdown. Absolute madness of a game. Historic performance by the offense, especially them two. Uh, three things were certain last week. Death, taxes, and Camden Williams. <laughs> yes, sir. We're back. Yeah. PFP with my boy, James Noble. How you doing today? Good, good, good. How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm happy, you know. Coming off that win, it was a great game. It was a crazy game, but it was, uh, I think, an important one, especially to define our season. Kind of, you know, no matter what's going to happen, uh, we're going to fight to the end. You know? Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think this game was just a showing of the offense finally breaking and coming into themselves. Um, obviously, we've seen the passing game work good for us this this past week, which I think is just a stepping stone of where we where we can go this year. And I think that, you know, Cam, is, he's, a great, he's a great receiver. Christians are great. We just got a whole lot of great pieces. A whole lot of dogs. Yeah, a whole lot of dogs. And not not to speaking of Jordan Monk is coming back. So it's just it's we have a whole lot of weapons that people need to watch out for this this coming season. Oh yeah. And there's you know, it was a big game by them. I'll uh five hundred passing or four hundred and ninety nine. I'm saying five hundred. Five hundred, yeah, five hundred. Five hundred, yeah. definitely. They for sure messed up five hundred. <laughs> and five touchdown passes this week from Christian Aaron B. G Mac player of the week. And that's third most passing yards in, in a game in school history. Man, he yeah. was not too far off from setting the record. Video game numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's insane to even think about for just a single game. Uh, Camden Williams on eight receptions, <clears throat> three touchdowns, 254 yards. Second most receiving yards in the game, just behind, I don't know, a small player. <laughs> small player who actually, I think, played uh, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, for the yeah. Raiders. Uh, yeah. Keelan Cole. Keelan so Cole. Whenever you're putting numbers up like that, and that's who you're comparing them with. It's uh, I know. I mean, for him it must feel great, but for all of us, I know we're extremely happy because we know what kind of player he is, what he brings to the table, and uh, he came in this spring and just worked, worked his butt off, and uh, just excited to see what he's gonna do for the rest of the season. Um, then we can talk about I don't know best brother duo in the GMAC. You know, we got the Sherrard twins. You know, Kaya, ninety-eight receiving yards and one touchdown, with Cam right behind, fifty-five yards and another touchdown add. So, just a great all-around game by the offense. And I don't know if this has been a Kentucky Wesleyan offense that we've seen any time recently. I mean, a, a team that's just not going to fold. They're not going to, you know, just rely on the defense. They're going to – they really had our back this week, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Two definitely. defensive players, you know, defensive, uh, defensively. In the second half, we kind of had some holes in our defense, kind of you know, some misalignment and uh, just got out of our gaps, stuff like that that happens. But – uh just to see them have our back in that is something that was uh, it was great to see. We haven't seen that in a while. So it was uh, just a great game all together. Uh, Definitely. all that come together. Definitely. Um, you know, as you said, like you said, defense started off good in the first half. First oh, sure. two quarters, second quarters, they couldn't really mess with us for real. And then 
kind of slacked off and um, coming out in halftime. But like you said, the offense picked it up and pretty much carried us to that win the whole way. So, I'm, yeah, it's just. James Noble with a big tackle for Ross. <laughs> set up the third and long. Yeah, yes, sir. I saw yeah, that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes down. Just trying to. Yeah, just trying to do my thing, man. That's all. Just doing whatever that helped the team win. Another, uh, another, um, some big uh, games on the defensive side. We had, I think, seven sacks in total. Seven. Uh, gang was eaten by J3 with three and a half sacks as well as three tackles for loss. Lightfoot, uh, big old boy, had seven <laughs> tackles and two big and a half sacks for a loss and uh, one and a half sacks, maybe two. Uh, I can't really, I couldn't really find that, but I'll say two. You know, why not? Yeah. Give him two, but uh, I think KJ Hardesty also had two sacks on top of that. Uh, just uh, really, I mean, if they hold that ball more than four or five seconds, we were getting to the yeah. uh, We were getting a good pass rush, and uh, we were uh, running some good stunts and everything, and that was just a, a great game. You know, the only time they really ever got it off was just if they had to put some more people in the box, you know, seven-man protection or some six-man protection, or if it was RPO and stuff like that. And like I said, the first touchdown of the half we gave up was just a busted cup. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. And that's kind of how it went. Yeah. Um, I think we did a great job this week getting better at that during practice uh, and uh, getting a great game plan for uh, Walsh. So uh, I think that was a big win for us just to kind of set the tone for the season, just historical performances all around. And uh, kind of now we're looking ahead towards uh, our first home game of the season. First conference game as well. Conference. This is something big. Um, Defense, defensive-wise, I feel like – we need to go ahead and just take what we did in the first half and apply it. There cannot be no slack offs this going from this week and on for the rest of the schedule, considering our conference is one of the hardest conferences in D2. Um, we're going to be looking for some big games up front. Like you said, our, big, our, our D-line is insane. But I think it goes uh, past the, the starting four. I think our D-line is just deep in general. I think we're deep as defense. I think we just need to trust in the scheme that we see and, you know, play to our aggression the whole way, no matter who's in the game, no matter what the score is and all. I think for sure uh, defense, uh, I think there's an opportunity to have a really great game this week. And really, um, you know, it's going to be one of those games where uh, the defense is going to be we're, – we control how good our defense does. And it's, I think that's what's really been the past two weeks because – I think once we're lined up good, once we have all the checks right and everything, and uh, we set the front right, everything like that, we play really sound football. We do great. There's just a few times where we've messed up or they've just shown something that we weren't ready for, something like that. But uh, I think this is a great week to fix all those little mistakes that we had and uh, come in and uh, go against the Walsh defense. They've had a few different – just looking ahead at Walsh this week, um, uh, by the way, home stadium, Steel Stadium at 6 p.m. Everyone come out, wear your purple. But uh, I know they've had uh, some QB struggles and such like that. They've uh, had a few different QBs, and uh, we don't even really know if, we don't really know who's going to start. Honestly, we have a few names in mind, but uh, I think uh, their defense has really been why they're two and zero. They're coming in here two and zero. It's been low scoring games for them. So our offense has a great opportunity to just keep proving what they're doing and prove against a pretty good Walsh defense. Our defense, uh, hopefully, being able to. Uh, I want to see some turnovers this. Game. I think yeah, it's a great definitely. Score on definitely. Game. Uh, just really want to set the tone, uh, especially for the rest of the conference games this week. So I think this is a big game for us. Definitely, definitely. Um, just really just get to see how we match up in the conference defensive wise. I think offensive wise, we will be, we'll just be. It'd be another stepping stone like we did last last week. Um, 
considering Coach Young went over there and he's calling a great offense to the point where they play diff- three different styles. They can be a spread, uh, running gun, um, you know, triple. They can do anything they want to pretty much. So it's just like <sighs> – how do you stop it? Basically, yeah. so it's. I think offense it speaks for themselves. They, they obviously they scored forty some points, <laughs> forty some points, and that's that's something that we haven't done here in the past four years, five years that I've been here. So I think this week it falls on the defense of playing good, like playing great, amazing, more than we have been in the past two weeks. Yeah, I think we got a great opportunity to do that. Uh, I was to be honest, their uh, offense has struggled, but I can see a bunch of things they're going to try and do this week. They're going to try and get a conference win for sure. Um, and so I think this is just a really great opportunity for our defense to step up and show who we are. We want to get back. Kind of like what Coach Fraser was saying last week, I think he was talking about the best defense he ever coached was that 2020 defense mm-hmm. with all them great players. Uh, we need to get get our swagger back, like they said. And I think yeah. we go back there and just bust some heads and uh, – you know, show that we're the most aggressive and uh, hard-hitting defense in the GMAC. So I think this week yeah. we get a chance to really prove that against a 2-0 Walsh team. So uh, I think we're all excited for that game. First home game of the year, make sure to come out. Wear your purple. Wear your purple, please. Y'all be out there. It's going to be packed. It's going to be a fun environment. And, you know, I think both of us, we all believe that we're getting that W. So, okay. yeah, it's going to be a great environment, though. Sure, we're going to start. It'll be great. We'll be looking forward to the rest of the season. So I think – that's all we got to talk about that for Walsh because, I mean, ain't nothing to it just to do it. Just to do it. That's how it is. That's how it is. So uh, we can move on now, uh, start looking at some of the uh, – there were some of the D2 GMAT games as well this week, but uh, I wasn't really looking forward at them. as I didn't look at them as much because uh, none of them are conference. It's kind of hard to see how those all stack up. So there's going to be conference games this week. They start. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that next podcast and uh, giving you a detail about all of that. Um, now we can talk about some of the D1 games. Um, Texas. Texas. World, except for Coach Frey. That's crazy, yes. Coach Frey definitely he called that. Yeah, uh, he did call it. Um, he beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. And uh, yeah. Ewers throws for 350 yards, three touchdowns. And uh, his receiver, Sanders, had 115 receiving yards. Um <sighs> I'm starting to think Alabama is not Alabama no more. I think they're slowly fading away. I think this is what's going on. Yeah. And I think the quarterback situation, I think he needs to – Jalen Miro, I think he just needs to get comfortable. But I think he's just – he's playing a little uptight right now to the point where everybody's just doubting him and this, that, and the third. But, yeah, I don't think Alabama's – the true Alabama right now, I think I think that, that wave done passed over. So, ain't no telling. I don't ever want to. I don't want to say something like that because I know someone will come on here and you know screen record it. <laughs> play it back yeah, yeah, shoot. yeah. So I'm not gonna say that for now, but I, I do. I see what you are saying for sure. But uh, Milrow, 255 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. It just looked like kind of what you said. He was kind of scared at times. Mm-hmm. I think he had time in the pocket, but he was quick to kind of run and yeah. try and make. He was, I think, kind of what some people do when they get down and stuff like that, trying to make all the plays by himself mm-hmm. and trying to do too much of what he's asked for. Uh, I think they just got some things to clean up offensively. I still think that Alabama defense is really good. I mean, they just uh, it was just mostly just explosive plays for, I mean, for the Longhorns that um that really uh, hit for them. So uh, I think it was a great game, though. It was great to watch. I, th- I know I watched it on the way back from our game. So great game to watch, and it's going to be interesting to see how far Texas goes this year. And uh, how Alabama does the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, Utah survives a Baylor scare, twenty to thirteen. That was a close game as well. 
And, um, of course, Coach, Coach Young's Buffaloes, Colorado, <laughs> beats Nebraska. And uh, Coach yeah. saying it was personal this yeah. week. Yeah. Like, we were saying it was yeah. personal against William Jewell, I think. Uh, um, they said it was personal. I know their head coach was uh, – they said some stuff in the beginning of the season. So, I think they uh, – they for sure, I think uh, – Took that to heart and everything, and yeah. just again, kind of like how we said last week. I mean, Colorado's just too balanced. I think they just have. I mean, they, yeah. they just have athletes I, all over them. Yeah, to the point where it's almost like we cannot just focus on Travis Hunter. I think a lot of people goes in there and be like, "Well, Travis Hunter's playing both sides. He's playing receiver. He's playing DB. Let's focus on him." Uh, Sanders, his son back there at QB. Is insane. Like I think it's just more of like he's not he's not honed in on the one receiver. Like obviously we we can spread the ball around. He got two receivers that are three receivers that had over hundred yards in that game. So I think it was just more of us seeing how Sanders does against true competition. He's showing up. I'm really anticipating this Colorado and USC game. I know it's a little far out. But I'm really, I'm really anticipating. Uh, I can't even talk. <laughs> anticipating that game. No, that's that's for sure going to be a great game to watch uh, whenever it comes up later in the year. Uh, we also had number thirteen Oregon beats unranked uh, Texas, but it was a close game. Uh, Texas Tech, uh, thirty-eight to thirty. So that was a, a close game, but uh, Oregon hangs on for that one. Mississippi State beats Arizona in overtime, thirty-one to twenty-four. Also a close one, as you can see in that one until overtime. Uh, and I think if Texas and Alabama was not your game of the week, uh, I think it should have been this one. Appalachian State versus North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think App State every year is in the discussion for an upset. I don't yeah. know how they do it. You know, they're really never ranked top 25. If they are, it's usually lower. But they're always, I feel like, about to upset a team or they do upset a team. I mean, they, I think they come to play every week. And so I, I watch them every year. And it's just it's a dogfight anytime they get in, uh, for sure. Uh, App State was... Uh, a very, very dangerous team to play, and they lost overtime to a QB keeper by uh, Drake May, one of the top QB drafts, or one of the top QBs in the draft board this year. Um, yeah, I think it was just overall a great game, and uh, I think they're going to be a great team too. I don't know if they'll ever be ranked, but I could see them being uh, lower ranked. But Appalachian State's just one of those where they're always coming to play, and I think uh, UNC kind of had some uh, things shown to them that maybe they weren't, uh, did not know before, so... That was a great game to watch on the way back as well. Um, Iowa defeated Iowa State 2013, a little in-state rivalry. And then also um, Friday night, Kansas beat Illinois despite a late Illinois comeback. So I think that was all the D1 games of the week. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, let me think. No, not really. Just really looking forward to seeing where everything pans out as far as the APP, uh, AP poll. When it comes, you know, since considering Alabama loss and everything, I'm really just getting ready to see where the rankings are after this week. Yeah, I wonder where they rank Texas. Yeah. yeah. I know Colorado moved up to like 22 or 25 after yeah. they beat, after uh, they beat um, TCU. Yeah, TCU. So I'm really just interested in seeing the AP poll. That's all. Yeah, so I think that'll be uh, interesting to see. Some games to look forward to. We got Penn State versus Illinois. Uh, I think uh, Penn State will uh, win that one, as was most people think. But I think Illinois will make it closer than some. <coughs> we got LSU versus Mississippi State. Uh, what's your pick on that one? Do you have any? LSU versus Mississippi State. Let's be honest. <laughs> Where do I start? Because who did LSU play this past week? They uh they played um. 
Um, oh, Florida State. Oh, yeah, they yeah. played Florida State. And the way Florida State just shredded their defense, I'm really starting to think that Les Miles – it's not Les Miles. I'm tripping. I don't know why I thought it was him. But I'm starting to think LSU is also on the same downright as Alabama. Yeah. It's going downhill. Um, really, I just don't – I don't see nothing special about them. Their defense got shredded. Uh, I think the only star player that I really look – forward to seeing on their defense is Harold Perkins but he also he's only one man so I mean Mississippi State I feel like I I choose Mississippi State I think LSU's uh, projected to win that one so that will be uh, exciting to see I think that'll be a close game as well um, last week they played Grambling State which you know was 72, 72 to 10 nothing <laughs> much to really see there you know but uh, yeah. I think this will be interesting for sure we got South Carolina versus Georgia uh, I think Georgia for sure takes that one but I uh, also think uh, Georgia's not as good as maybe people think. I think they're great, of course, but I don't think they're um, as good as people. Yeah, as I don't think they're just unbeatable. Mm-hmm. So I will say I think this game will be a close one. I think I've said that for all of them, though. So here I go. But I do think this game will be closer than most people think. But then again, they could easily be like forty-four to ten, and I'm sitting here looking like a um, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, but I do. I, I do expect some sort of upset. For Georgia, uh, or either that, or maybe just a close game with a school that has no business making a close game with Georgia sometime this year. But we'll see. Um, we got Vols versus Gators. Uh, you got a pick for that one? I think I'm going to go with Tennessee. And considering that is because Florida, it was just the way Florida lost against Utah the first week that didn't sit right. So I'm just going to go with Tennessee. I'm choosing Tennessee by 14. I guess, yeah, I'll go with Tennessee as well. Uh, I'll say by, I'll say by three touchdowns because yeah, I don't, I didn't like what I saw from Florida either. So I'll go with that as well. And we got Louisville is going to play Indiana, my Cardinals. Uh, we'll see. Um, they're expected to win, so I hope they do. I think they will as well. We can talk some NFL now. Um, some sad news, of course, injuries already in the first week. Uh, two of the names that come to my mind is Aaron Rodgers, of course, and J.K. Dobbins. I think they both had Achilles tear. And fun fact, both of them are actually on my fantasy team. So, yeah. Uh, great for me. I actually still won this week, even though I both started. So, But, yeah, that's uh, always sad to see. And um, Aaron Rodgers was expecting to come in New York. And I think Jets fans got really excited, of course. And they this is like they're thinking this is their year, this is your year. And then they're back to uh, Zach Wilson. Um, Yeah, and I think (laughs) (laughs) Zach Wilson. So I don't, you know. Yeah. uh, I think Zach Wilson will be better than last year, but it's one of those things, you know. I don't. He didn't really have too much time to even develop. Yeah. um, Rodgers and everything like that. So they got the win. Uh, Last minute signee Xavier Gibson. You see that? Yeah, way to. They bring him into the office, and yeah, he was like one of the last people signed, and he wins the game on a sixty-five yard punt return. Uh, That was also in the interview. That's a way to debut. Way to debut for the Jets. Yeah, that was that was crazy to watch, and I know he. I can't imagine what he's feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, um, now I mean that must be great uh, getting the last minute signee, and he makes he makes the game winner. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the Jets this year and how they do. Um. Looks like Browns still kind of own the uh, Bengals, um, become, becoming kind of a tradition for them recently. They've been beating the Bengals, I think, 
uh, what are they four and one in the past few years or something like that? Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Um, I think I think some teams just don't match up. You know, right? There's always a team, even if they are less talented. You know, it just doesn't mm-hmm. it just doesn't match up well. So that's a team that they just ever they never match up well. Kind of like the Bengals versus the uh, Chiefs. Usually the Bengals win, except for um, this past time. But uh, that's usually a game where uh, Bengals uh, like to win. Keep going on here. We have uh, Eagles beat the Patriots and uh, Rams beat the Seahawks, which I was not expecting at all. I didn't even To be honest, at this point, (laughs) at this point, like, I don't know what Seattle can do. Like, Seattle just got a whole bunch of, I think they need to go into rebuild mode. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. I don't. I, I can't even tell you what I think about them because it's just like every time I think, okay, yeah, Seattle's going to win this game. It, it, it just if it's the other side of it. So I mean, I don't. I can't tell. I don't know what's going on in Seattle. Um, Pete Carroll has a lot of thinking to do. Considering it's the first game, yes, that's right. It's the first game, but I mean. It's been an ongoing effect with them. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah Gino's they great. They always fall apart, especially in uh, big games later on in the season, <laughs> stuff like that. So, but this is, of course, week one, and we love on podcast to overreact in week one. So Definitely. We're for sure going to keep doing that and, uh, yeah, keep it rolling. So, if your home team lost this past week, make sure to overreact. <laughs> yeah. Else. We had the Cowboys versus the Giants. This week as well, and of course that was the one game that was on my Peacock uh, subscription, so I turned that on, and it was forty to zero, and I was just like, oh, okay. So it looked like everything that could have went wrong for the Giants went wrong. Went wrong. I mean, it was there was nothing good. There's, I mean, they they like the first drive they get down to the red zone, and then like penalties set them back, and then it just spiraled on from there, and they did not get anything going. Everything. Possibly that you could think of that went wrong went wrong from the first team down to the third or fourth team. It was just a onslaught beating for the entire game, and I kind of felt bad. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of felt bad. Like it was just I don't know. It was just something a sight to see. Or maybe the fact the Cowboys defense is back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. As a as an Eagles fan, I'm I'm hesitant to say, but I do I do think the Eagle. I mean the um, Cowboys defense. They are they are very good. I will give them that. You can't you can't get a shutout forty to zero, and they're making special teams plays and everything else without. I mean they're good for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Giants will be okay. I mean I think they'll be mediocre as always. I think I, I think they'll be. Sort of back. I mean, as in they might finish positive. I don't know, but I don't. I don't. I think it was just kind of one of those first games where they didn't prepare enough at all. Everything went wrong. Um, So we also got Dolphins beat the Chargers. That was a great game, and uh, Tua and Tyreek look dangerous. Uh, I'm I'm looking at Tua right now. Of course, this is my week one. Way too early looking at it and everything, but uh, I would not be surprised at all if he got uh, MVP this year. Just in that explosive kind of offense they have, uh, I mean, he he was really playing. If he can stay healthy, uh, he was just looking really great. He was looking really great that game, and, I mean, I think even last year before he got hurt, he was looking really good mm-hmm. too. So it'll be interesting uh, for them to, you know, how he does the rest of the year, and I think their main concern should be keeping him healthy and everyone else healthy. 
and uh, everything like that. I think also Herbert uh, looked actually pretty good. It's just, you know, no one else on the Chargers wanted to come play. Yeah. So there was that. We got, yeah, not much to say about that. Uh, so looking forward to week two, we got Eagles versus Vikings, which I think will be a great game because that's usually always a great game. Um, I'm expecting great performances from Hertz and A.J. Brown, but also Jed is as well. I think I mean, he's always doing great. And he's also my fantasy team. I had the first pick. So Addison. Addison, I'm, I'm he he showed me something in the first in the first game and I I like let's just say I like what I see. Yeah, I like yeah, what I see. Yeah, for sure. I think I that'd be a good one two punch. Yeah. Uh, we also got Chiefs versus Jaguars, and uh that's usually actually a pretty good game, kinda how we talk about the Bengals and the Browns. Um I think the Jaguars are on the positive direction. They've been looking forward, uh, especially T Law is entering his third year and um I know they got uh Ridley and everyone else and uh yeah, I think that will be that'll be great to see. Uh, I have it. I do have the Chiefs winning, but I have it 24-21, and I think the receiving core for the Chiefs will be better because we hopefully getting better. Kadarius Tony's got to work on his hands a little bit. <laughs> the Twitter community or X community, yeah, the X community, you are, uh, was flaming him. Um, we got the Niners and Rams, which before last week I would have said would have probably been a blowout. But then I see the Rams for some reason having a kind of explosive offense that was looking pretty good against the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't I mean I have the Niners winning, but if the Rams somehow manage that one, I wouldn't be crazily surprised because, you know, they're not doing as bad as I thought they were gonna be doing. I thought they were gonna be going for a rebuild and everything like that. But um Yeah. It's like they can be actually a pretty good team too. Yeah. Forty uh, Niners, I think. Yeah, I think 49ers will pull that out for sure. Um, I don't even think it'll be that that close. It's just, I don't know, I kind of seen defense, and the defense looks, as always, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, so. And then, of course, you got on the other side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey, and he's just a video game by himself. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he's always doing great. It's just kind of like the game, you know, it's kind of the, the thing of the year is always to stay healthy. And I think that's what the – with these great players, that's your uh, number one priority is just keeping them healthy. So uh, we can look at some of the early awards and what you're thinking. What are you thinking for MVP, James? What do you, uh, you have any thoughts? I know it's week one, way too early, everything else. I said Tua, just I like, you know, week I like one. the and everything else. But what are you thinking? MVP, MVP, MVP. It's definitely early, definitely early, but I can see – this is this is this is tough. This is tough. Um, I'm trying to think who else is it? Said Tua. Tua makes a lot of sense for him to be in there. I think. Um, of course, I think Patrick will come back and have a better showing than he had last week. Um, I think I will have. A, I don't have a clear answer right now. I think next week or in a couple of weeks I'll have a clear answer. But right now I don't know. I think it's like you said. It's a little early to be saying that somebody's a MVP, but I don't, yeah. Right now, I have no idea who's I'd MVP. i Definitely. I wanted to say Tyreek at first, but like you said, I, MVP mostly goes to QB, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's just so like... It's hard to give it to them, but I would love to see just one of them win. Yeah, I mean, just definitely. Just that's not, doesn't throw the ball. Definitely, you know, I, I definitely. I'd love to see that. Uh, yeah. But also, I think a dark horse for that, and I might be getting flamed for this, of course. But it's I think it's Brock Purdy. 
just because Brock Purdy. Yeah, because listen, he was, he did great last game. Okay, he, mm-hmm. he had one of the best QBR ratings in the league. Okay, and I think he always he I mean he has pieces on offense because I think with him it's just he has so much talent around him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you got a a Forty Niners offense that is has CMC in it, and then you got you know every other piece that Four Niners have, and I think all he has to do is just do what he's told, and he's going to get great numbers anyways. That's a dark horse. I don't think he'll actually win MVP. <laughs> no, not really. I think he is set for a great year, and I think just with the people who are kind of counting on him still from last year, I think he is still a great uh, set for a great year. And I think uh, if he can stay healthy and he can just do what he's asked, I think the Niners can make a deep run at the playoffs uh, this year. So, um, And then for my defensive player of the year, I got a few names I'm thinking of. It's still way too early, so there's really no reason to even talk about it, but I got, of course, uh, T.J. Watt, um, and then Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa, all kind of edge rushers uh, or a defensive lineman. But Miles Garrett last week was just doing dribble moves on the line of scrimmage and did a passer's move and got passed. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, that was kind of insane. Yeah, and th- them three people are always going to be kind of in it and everything like that. Um, and then so, and then a defensive rookie of the year. I was looking at Jalen Carter. I'd love to see him get it as well. But of course. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah. So there I go. I'm a, you got any picks for those? Or? I say defensive player of the year. I can see Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. I can see who else? I can definitely see Miles Garrett winning it. Mm. Oh, of course. I'm tripping. Why would I not throw this, man? Micah Parsons in there. Oh, yeah. I, I, every year, I'm probably going to have to put him in a running every year because what he does is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, I think he's more focusing on just being a, just on the line every time. I think he's just. Yeah, I think he's just a, a true so pass be, rusher. Yeah, he, uh, I could see him getting more sacks, honestly, <laughs> just focusing on the pass rush and everything. So I think he's set to have a great season as well. So, like I said, it's way too early, anyways. But, um, that's some of our picks for some of the players of the year. Uh, I think we can kind of start wrapping this up with um, we can do fantasy because we didn't do that last week. Uh, and I can talk about some of my fantasy uh, wins and struggles. Of course, you already heard. Here's some of my bench. I have Mark Andrews, who's questionable. Don't even know if he'll play. Alvin Kamara, who's suspended. So there you go. J.K. Dobbins, who's an IR. And I have, uh, I got actually some, but I also have Aaron Rodgers, who's an IR. So there I go with. Four great picks who can't even play for me. But no need to fear. I have Jared Goff. Okay. And people love to sleep on Jared Goff. <laughs> now, Jared not Goff actually did best, good this past but week. But I'm saying I'm not going to grab a Mahomes in round two when I can get Jared Goff later on. He's going to get me dang near 30 every week. Yeah. So that's that's my boy that I go with every time. Okay. And people love to hate. But he always produces for me usually until he doesn't. But... He did last week for sure, um, and he plays Seattle this week. So, And then also I have Tylo Aguilar. Um, he's someone that I picked up on the waiver wire last year, and that was actually a good pickup. And uh, he had, uh, let me see, he had uh, yeah, 24 points last week. I mean, so I like having him as a running back two with a teeny at my one. I have Jefferson and Mike Evans as my receivers. Um, Mike Gazeski at tight end, and then my flex. Adam Thielen, who did not do anything for me last week. So, you know, we're just going to have to see about fantasy and everything like that. Uh, I think fantasy is fun. I also think if you let it get too much in your head, it just yeah, it can ruin your week real fast. So, 
But uh, did you, did you uh, draft a fantasy team? No, nah, I thought we was supposed to, and let's just say people did not set it up. So, well, I will I don't say know. for my league, whoever loses has to eat twenty tacos and run a few laps at the track. So <laughs> Good luck. Try and not do not that. do that. So. But I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, unless you have anything else. Nah, um, I appreciate y'all for, appreciate y'all for tuning in. For sure, come out Saturday, Still Stadium, six p.m. Wear your purple. Watch us take on Wash. I think it's gonna be a great game to see. Invite your family, invite your friends, invite everyone in the community. Thank you for listening to PFP. I'm Dylan Yates with James. Yes, sir. Tune it out. <laughs>